There's no question that Tulane has been one of the biggest surprises in college football this season. Not many outside of New Orleans expected the Green Wave to be competing for a conference title this late in the season. Heck, Tulane was picked to finish 7th in the AAC preseason poll, but UCF says when they played this Green Wave team last year, they saw the potential in Willie Fritz's squad to have the kind of year they're having. We were fortunate to win that game last year, so it doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, their, their head coach is an outstanding head coach. Their defense coordinator is really, really good. So, no, it doesn't surprise me. They got a lot of really good players, and they were close last year. I think that you saw in their performance and how they played last year, so many teams so tough. I was talking to Jake Hescock last year after the game, and we were like, wow, Tulane might, is going to be a problem next year. So, and now look at how they're doing, and I'm, I'm extremely excited to play against them on Saturday. Gus Malzahn still playing his cards close to the vest as who will be the starting quarterback on Saturday, saying that they will evaluate from day to day to see whether John Rice Plumley or Mikey Keene will give them the best chance at winning on Saturday. At the Bounce House, Zach Maskovich, West 2 Sports. What's up, guys? Welcome to Joe Pat on the Bets. This is your host, Joe Pat, with co-host Ryan V. Shalom. And that was uh, Zach Maskovich of WESH. In New Orleans, I assume. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you exactly. Holy shit, he's got so many damn states on here. Florida. Okay, so he's down in Central Florida, in Orlando. And uh, I was talking to the team about them knowing that Tulane was going to be good this year after they played him last year. And uh, so there's a lot of respect for them in this game from UCF. UCF just knows they're going to lose. It's possible. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, as far as the quarterback situation goes for UCF, whether Rice Plumley plays or Keen plays, they've both played pretty damn good all season, so it doesn't really matter. With Plumley in, though, that's their leading rusher as well, so <clears throat> that's a big thing to think about. Uh, funny enough, that's the first game we're talking about today, so we can just jump right on into it. Let's uh, do it. UCF versus Tulane, three thirty kickoff. And this is at Tulane, and Tulane is one and a half point favorite. Um, the model is uh, high on Tulane. Can't lie to you; it's very high on Tulane. Is it uh, too high on Tulane? <clears throat> it is. It's For got once. Tulane winning by eight and a half, and we're betting this as a model override. By the way, I think UCF wins this game outright on the road. <sighs> And uh, ends the Green Wave's hopes and dreams. Sorry, Green Wave. Damn. But if Rice Plumley doesn't play, then you're kind of fucked. Uh, there's a lot of. There's going to be a lot of. No, like I said, Keen's played pretty damn good ball too. He's he was very good against UCF. I mean, against Cincinnati. Very good against Memphis. UCF last week. cannot run the ball without Rice Plumley. Well, therein lies the issue if Plumley don't play. Either way, I'm rolling with UCF to win <clears throat> going against the model because I got it like that. I mean, if you say so. We've, we're going to see a lot it's of... It's only one and a half. The model says it's eight and a half. I'd roll with the model. Well, there's another head-to-head. -head. Also, that Tuesday a head -to -head night head-to-head model override. 
that Tuesday night game, pitiful. Uh, moving on. Oh, by the way, we're going to see a lot of upsets these next couple weeks. That's what I was getting to. Uh, Teams playing from the bottom of their heart. And all the emotion they've been storing up all season. They're only going to be upsets in the fact that they're uh, ranked against unranked. But these unranked teams are going to be favored in these games. So it's not necessarily going to be an upset. (laughs) Talking to you, TCU. (laughs) Talking to you, Ohio State. Moving on. South Carolina versus Florida. In the most disrespectful time window there is. Four o'clock. And Florida is an eight and a half point favorite. What do you what do you think they should be favored in this? They're an eight and a half point favorite? Oh nope, eight, sorry. It was eight and a half when I made these uh Who's notes. favored by eight? Florida. No. Against South Carolina. Against Beamer Ball? Against Beamer Ball. Shit. I wouldn't touch this one because special teams make some breaks South Carolina. <laughs> it does. Special teams for South Carolina is the difference between losing by 21 and winning by three. <laughs> and that's crazy. That's a team I don't want to touch at all, But to be honest. The model thinks it's too Florida, volatile for me. Model thinks Florida should only be favored by five. At eight and a half, I wasn't planning on moving on it. At eight, I'm surely not moving on it. I do personally think that Florida kind of handles South Carolina here. Florida's been playing decent football lately. They scored a couple touchdowns against Georgia. They uh, made Texas A&M look like a bunch of middle schoolers. And South Carolina's not much better than A&M, so... <clears throat> I don't know how this is going to go, but I would lean Florida to cover. To cover eight? Yeah, that's what I would lean. Ooh! I don't know about all that. Moving on. It's at Florida. What, too, what did the model so. say about it? Florida five. Exactly. I know. The model is saying the South Carolina cover. Yeah, but I'm not seeing... That's more than a touchdown. I'm not seeing the consistency of Beamer Ball. I mean, no, it's not consistent. (laughs) Beamer Ball is special teams. Give me those kick return tutties. I'm not seeing it happening in this game in Ben Hill Griffin (laughs) Stadium. Next up, we got Georgia versus Mississippi State. And Georgia is a 16 and a half point favorite, I believe. 16. Oh my goodness, where is it? All the way up here. 16. Okay, so it's dropped a little bit. That has actually made itself a bet. I I really don't want to, because I know what's going to happen as soon as I do this. Georgia's going to blow out Mississippi State, but no. you want a Mississippi State cover, because it said Georgia wins by 13. No. No, the model thinks Georgia wins by 21. Hmm. And that's why, with the model saying that, made me want to say no. <laughs> but at 16, I'm going to have to. Uh, I think Mississippi State's a good football team, but here's... A half a point changes your entire opinion on five versus five and a half. It does, because of some of the things I've seen since then. Uh, Tickets for this game are $50. Tickets to the Georgia-Tennessee game last weekend were in the $800 range. And this, I mean, this is not a bad football team at Mississippi State. And tickets are 50 bucks, 7 o'clock in Starkville. Well, my point is 16 and 16 and a half are the same thing. Just one's going to be a push and one isn't. When Georgia is going to win by two touchdowns on a field goal minimum. Well, that's 17, which is a cover. But exactly. 
It was on 16 and a half still. But at 16, then we can get a push. 16 and a half, there's no push. And if I'm going to play something that I'm on the fence on, I'm going to get a push point. Not a ha- not a hook. All right. Unless it's enough. a hook under a touchdown. Like six and a half or This is a hook and under and a, a field goal. Or it was a hook under a field goal. Yeah, but I don't like that. 13 and a half, cool. Six and a half, cool. 20 and a half, cool. But field goals are mute points if games get ugly. So... So I don't. I, I like to stay away from that. Word. Um. So which bulldogs is gonna come out on top here? Uh, the the red and black ones from Athens. Not the ones from Brett Favre Fund. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, this this game is probably gonna get ugly. Georgia's strength on defense is in the secondary, and that's pretty much all that's gonna get tested in this game. For Mississippi State, their run def- their run offense is average at best, and uh, their defense is average at best. So they're going to get carved up like a knife through hot butter. As long as you know Georgia gets up for the game, you never know. They could just go back to sleepwalk until the SEC championship, and then dog walk LSU and dog walk their way through the playoffs. But they could. We'll see. I don't know <clears> if <throat> Faith instead the Jet to repeat. Well, hopefully he breaks a leg and Carson Beck takes over. TCU is going to beat out everybody. Shit. TCU was losing this weekend. And we're getting there. (laughs) Actually, damn. The next? No, it's not next, but it's coming up. Might as well jump into it next. Um, Next up, we have Washington versus Oregon. 7 o'clock. Ew. Oregon is a 12-point favorite. 12 13 and a half. And a half. 13 and a half, damn it's gone up a whole last point and a half. Okay. I've passed it. There it is. Um, I hate I hate Washington. Don't bet on them. They suck and they'll ruin all of your parlays. Every straight you put them in, they won't do it. They'll blow it. Whatever you bet on, they will do the other thing. So, uh, I'm going to tell you something and you tell me who it is. In this game. Bo Nix. Which quarterback in this game? Bo Nix. Leads the FBS in passing yards per game. Phoenix. Hey, you got it right. Bo Nix leads uh, in just about everything else, though. Bo Nix is overrated. He's been killing it. I mean, absolutely killing it. 22 toadies, 5 picks. He's got 13 on the ground, though. Fuck him. He couldn't play in the <laughs> SEC. He's overrated. He couldn't play in the SEC, but he's killing it in the Pac-12. And he's going to get demolished in the playoffs if they can get past Utah. But He can't match up with any team in the SEC. No. it's, it's Well, I mean, they can score points on Tennessee. so They might be Vandy. They can score points on Tennessee. Anybody can score points on Tennessee. Through the air, at least. Bonex can't play in the SEC. <laughs> Moving on, Oregon is going to win this game. Will it be 13 and a half? I don't know, and I wouldn't touch it, just because it's Washington's in this game. Well, we are touching it. Oh, yeah! Because the, the model has say? model has Oregon at 18 and a half, so we're, ta- we're rolling with Bo Nix. Uh, fine, Oregon with cover. The I mean, personally, I would say don't touch this. Use your own educated brains. Well, 
just telling you what the model tells you to do and what we are doing with the show. Next up, we have Kansas versus Texas Tech. 7 o'clock kickoff, and Texas Tech is a four-point favorite. Three-and-a-half-point favorite. What Jayhawks? Take the Jayhawks right now. Oh, 100%. Model Plus three-and-a-half? Easy. Easy money. Model has Kansas minus four-and-a-half, so we are definitely <laughs> rolling with that. Yes. Kansas plus the points. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line if you would like. Is that a whole four point or eight points? Eight and a half, actually. But yeah. We're rolling with Kansas. Jason Bean, Ooh. it's time to shine, kid. Next up, number four in the college football playoff rankings Texas Christian University, Long, not Longhorns. Horned Frogs play the Texas Longhorns. Texas is favored by seven. So, so who is the musician Texas. I mentioned about from Twitter today? Huh? Tweeting about uh, TCU and Sanford Stadium and all that. It wasn't a musician. What, who, who the hell was it? Eric Ainge. Oh, it was Eric Ainge. Okay, so Eric Ainge said that Sanford Stadium wouldn't be loud. And the Vols went in there and got murdered. Now he has said that Texas's stadium is not loud. So TCU is going to run in there and get murked. Well, earlier this week, I was I was so sure that I had it listed in here as a bet and a model override. But over the last couple of days, I've talked myself out of it. We're staying out of this game. Model has Texas by ten and a half. I wanted to take TCU with the points because they've been they've been doing some crazy shit. They find a way to win. Uh, yeah. Texas leads the Big 12 in first half points. TCU leads the Big 12 in second half points. <laughs> Who knows how this game could go. It should be an eventful one and one that you want to see, for sure. Yeah, it definitely Record could be it. wild. Use your DVR. Just use an app to do it. I don't know, pirate it. Go buy a DVD off somebody in a trench coat. Who knows? If uh, if Texas wins this game, the Big 12 is out of the playoff contention. So, put that into perspective. If Oregon and USC lose a game, another game, they're out of the playoff contention. We got a tight race coming down the stretch. It's going to be a fun college football season, ladies and gents. If you haven't been tuned in for the first half of it, you should go back and watch. The play- Tennessee beat Alabama in the game of the century. The playoffs themselves will probably be just average, but the regular season is hard to beat, baby. So much is on the line. Everyone's playing for heart. And swam against expansion. But moving on before we get on another tangent Stupid like traditionalists. that. North Carolina versus Wake Forest. North Carolina sticky feet. Plus three and a half. I'm saying it right now. 7.30. Kickoff. At Wake. Now, I have been to a game at Wake Forest Stadium. The Demon Deacons. And I can tell you this much. Not that much of an electric crowd. Uh, North Carolina, three and a half point favorite. As my co-host said. Or not North Carolina. Wake Forest, three and a half point favorite. 
And the model has Wake as a five and a half point favorite. And, uh, you know, fuck it. I didn't have it listed in there, but since I removed one, I gotta replace it with one, so. We're model overriding this bitch. North Carolina plus three and a half. I do That's think they win about. this That's game. That's my boy. I do think they win this game. Boy. Drake May is a, a difference maker. I don't. I'm pretty sure Sam Hartman is not playing. In Drake this game. May should be the Heisman this year. If you're just if you're a person that goes based off the stats, Drake May is your Heisman. I'm pretty sure Sam Hartman for Wake is not playing in this game, which surprises me that this line is three and a half. If that's the case, uh, if he is playing, I don't think it matters. Put, They've put the house like, on this one. Put the house on North Carolina. They've line. looked like absolute dog water the last two weeks. You got skull drug by Louisville. You got beat last week by. Whoever the hell you even got beat by last week. I can't even remember. That's how bad it was. Oh. Moving on. Texas A&M at Auburn. 7.30 kickoff. Stage is set. Two, three, and six football teams. And we're talking about it on the cast. Why, you might say. Well, Auburn's a two-point favorite, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think the model thinks about this game? Auburn, nine-and-a-half. <laughs> A&M, eight-and-a-half. So we are rolling. A&M. But Auburn just fired their head coach. Yeah, and they still lost last week to Mississippi State. Fair point. And, yeah. So, uh... Auburn might be the worst team in football. We're at a point and a half, we're just going to take A&M straight up on the money line. Not to cover the spread, just straight up on the money line. Uh, I do think A&M will be able to beat Auburn in this game. You don't think Auburn can put up 24 points? No. I don't. I think A&M will get to their 24. If Connor Wegman plays, they'll get to their 28. And who knows, he might even be able to blow the top off of that. But... We've only seen him in one game. One thing we do know, though, is if Haynes King is playing, you're getting 24 max. So, Maximum, and probably not that. <clears throat> What's the over-under on this game? We might just we might just do two different bets on this game. <laughs> 48 and a half. Okay. Uh, under. Uh, well, it's low enough that I'm not going to make, I'm not going to do anything. In the 50s, I would have. 20 points in this game, max. Total? That's yeah. a fucking Total. low score, buddy. Total. That's like 13 to 7. 9 to 6. <laughs> that's 15. Yeah. That's that's the final score, though. That's not 20 points total. No, I said max. Okay. Either way, A&M plus one and a half. Oh, no, fuck, plus one and a half. A&M on the money line. Next up, we got our last game of the day. Sniffles. Florida State. Versus Syracuse. Ooh. Is Syracuse ever going to get their quarterback back this season? Uh, no. Out? Schrader is out the rest of the season. Okay. Well, Syracuse defense is still standing strong. Florida State is a ranked team. Officially and on our polls. They've not dropped out of my poll one time. Um, what you got here? Florida State's ranked or favored by a whole touchdown. Yeah, the model thinks Florida State should only be favored by a point. 
but the model has only had one game without Garrett Schrader to account for. So, hence why we're not touching it. I think Florida State wins. I think Florida State covers. And I think Florida State rolls on to the next week. Speaking of Florida State. Was that an official take on this? uh, We are not betting this game, no. But, damn, poor Florida State. Don't touch that because the model says Syracuse cover. But the model went 27-10 and 10 last week, so you might as well just listen to that. Well, like I said, the model had one game to adjust with Garrett Schrader, and that's not enough time. It doesn't account for injuries. That's right. So, that's all we got. Let's go over what we got for the week. Let's see. this From all 20 games. My goodness. Northern Illinois on the pick'em. That would have already happened by now, so I don't know what the Let me go see is. what happened. Northern it hasn't Northern. happened yet. It happens. We're recording this on Wednesday, and this game happens on Wednesday or Thursday, one of the two. I can't remember. Northern Illinois? Wednesday. 7 p.m. tonight. Yep, and Kent State. But we got Kent minus two and a half tonight as well, Wednesday night. Not tonight. Tonight's Friday for you. Uh, We got Northern East Illinois Carolina. Northern Illinois right now. Yeah, we've got North Carolina, or not North Carolina, we've got Northern Illinois on the pick. Let's just start over. Northern Illinois, money line. Kent State, minus two and a half. East Carolina, plus five and a half. Tennessee, minus 21. Ole Miss, plus 12. 20 and a half. Oh, well, that's better for us anyways. Uh, let's see. Did we take UCF? Yeah, I took UCF. UCF. Plus one and a half. Is that what it is? Yeah. UCF plus one and a half. Georgia minus 16. Oregon minus 13 and a half. Texas. Nope. Kansas plus four. North Carolina plus three and a half. A&M. Plus or A and M on the money line. Alrighty, Ryan, go ahead and uh, fill in the plugs. So, if you want to gamble on more games than we're going to talk about and uh, not have to listen to our bullshit opinions while you're at it, go check out the Patreon. You can find it in the link tree that's in Twitter. Uh, speaking of which, if you disagree with anything that we've said on today's podcast, first of all, you're wrong. Second of all, let us know at Joe Pat on the Bets on Twitter. Um, we'll probably harass you for the rest of your life after that and tell you that uh. You need to bet on certain games in your DMs. No, just kidding. We would never do that. But go check out uh, the Twitter because we're right and you're wrong. Go to the sponsor, PetNurturePlus.com, because you love your dogs and cats and they love you back. Um, and I love you very much. And make sure to drink a lot of chalky milk this weekend. Did I forget any plugs? Uh, no, I believe that's all we got. All right, don't forget your cue. All right, we will see you on Monday when we uh, review this past weekend. Hopefully it's with the three-loss Alabama football team. Fuck Bama. uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. Cue the motherfucking beat.